0: Because our time, we can never get back. We could always make more money. That's quite easy to do. But we can't reverse the clock and get our time back.
1: Welcome to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James. The only podcast you need to tune into each week to grow your personal, professional and financial life. Join entrepreneur, investor and multi-award winning international speaker Jess and James as he shows you how to take control of your mind to create the life, income and career you deserve. Here's your host, Jessen James. Um, if you don't know who I am, my name is Jess and James. This is my good buddy, Matt Fidesz. I don't think we need to dive into too much about who we are. Uh, both dads, both parents, both entrepreneurial people um, have both come from a background where life dealt us a different set of, set of cards where we might not have amounted to much, but we've persevered through hard work and turn our lives around and um, we love helping people sharing with people um, and that's what we're here today because next year is going to be a crazy year it's already a crazy year this year but next year is going to be an even crazier year so we put on this zoom masterclass to share with you a few, few things number one we're going to be talking about what to avoid next year number two we're also going to focus on what to focus on next year and then number three we're going to do a quick goal setting exercise so you're super duper clear on what it is that you want to achieve next year. Because they say if a person doesn't have a a goal with a date attached to it, then it's just a dream. So we want to make sure you're super clear on what it is that you want to get out of next year. So that being said, we're going to go straight into it. Thank you for joining us. If you're just joining us, make sure you flick on your camera so we can see you as well. Um, and we're going to get cracking right now. So I'm going to hand it over to my good buddy Matt. How you doing, buddy?
0: I'm great. Chuck me in the deep end,
1: Jessa. Hey, this is how we rock. Why are you copying me today? You're wearing Tommy.
0: Wearing Tommy Hilfiger. What's going on? Yeah. You got a better suntan than me. I keep working on it. I just can't.
1: Yeah, I've got I've got the natural tan. You you need to get your um on. <laughs> back on.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Give,
1: give me a one if you want to see Matt with a fake tan give me a one if you want to see that
0: happen why people here to me see me with many fake tans and Paul
1: hey. uh, Lou apparently oh Lottie and Simon <laughs> Matt well,
0: Gally, not, he's me since I was like 17.
1: Matt, Matt not a lot of people want to see you with a tan I don't know if that's an indication of um, anything but you know we they love you still yeah G- give me a two if you still love Matt even though he doesn't have a tan there we go some people still love you, mate. It's all good. It's all good. There we go. Nothing but love for you in the chat box. That's all right. Sorry, guys. I told you. It gets worse, by the way. The, the banter just gets worse. The jokes get worse. Um, we often say stuff that you can't say on social media. So just pre-warning you. Um, enjoy the ride. Over oh, to you, buddy. You've got a load of things you want to share with people, right? So I'm going to let you get crack on with that.
0: Absolutely. we got Hina in the background just in case if I need her, right? She's here somewhere. I have.
1: Yes, we've got the incredible Hina, and I think Nandita's just
0: joined us as well. So thanks, Nandita. Good, Jessica, So if you just p- pleasantly disappear, then <laughs> um, I will leave you- <laughs> yeah, yeah, okay.
1: Uh, that's the nice way of you telling me to do one. All right, I'm going to mute my mic. I'll leave you to it. Yeah, okay. uh,
0: and you're going to come in the back afterwards and, and um, deliver some good stuff that they can take away, right? Okay, I take it he is. He's disappeared now anyway, but I think he was going to say, yeah oh there he is he's okay oh, yeah right. I'm, here. I'm here i'll leave you to it so guys i thought me Jess would put this on because um it's been an interesting year i wouldn't say this year has been normal to say the least has it really but we've still been coming out of the pandemic and the effects of the lockdown and then we've had the ukraine war the cost of the living crisis we did a webinar on That, if you haven't gone and seen that then you can see it. any of mine or jesson's clubs or team, jesson.team or mf.club, you can go, go and watch that one where we did uh, the ways you can cut back and improve, where we had our good friend Gary Das a mortgage advisor on, who can help avoid, advise you on your mortgage and so on. So if you haven't seen that, then Hina will put in the links here um, how you can go go and go and see that. And also we did one recently on over 21 ways of different side hustles and income that you can bolt on to what you're already doing. Now what me and Justin want to do is there's no point waiting to the start of the year and then setting your goals because most most people start their goals really on like the second of January, and then by, by the end of February, they're all deflated and so on. So we need to look at where we're at, look at what we've done this year, what's been in the way, and then plan for, for next year. Now, this year for me has been really incredible, but I have to be honest and identify some of the things that hasn't been so good. So, for instance, who here was affected in their Who's a business owner first? Put one in the comments if you're a business owner first. Yeah. Swap out here. Yeah. Quite a lot of you. Yeah. So, one of the things that affected us definitely was, if you want to call it that or not, the heat wave and, and certainly the media around that. So, put two in the comments if you were affected by the heat wave in your business in some way. So, maybe lack of customers, people not going out, did you, did you have to close down, did you have to send staff home and so on. I mean, for us, it was um, it was very, very interesting because in fact, when we go on holiday, you go on holiday, you want to experience 38, 40 degrees. So that's quite normal. Yet everything just came to a standstill and people were scared. So one of the major challenges I think has happened over the last few years is that we're getting I wouldn't say controlled, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist by any means. I'm very much a realist in in everything, but the media is having to be a lot more aggressive with everyone to get our attention so they can sell advertising space off the back of it. Now, who does Facebook Lives? Put one in the comment who does Facebook Lives here or Instagram Lives. Okay, now, lots of you do. Now, if you do something that's positive, you don't get any reach. You don't get any reach. Nothing happens, right? If you do something like warning or emergency or, or something like that, you will get it, probably will go viral. This is a strange thing. So, Facebook and social media, people will hang on to a negative headline. Now, mainstream media worked this one out a while ago. And whatever you feel about the pandemic or what's going on right now, or the heat waves, the cost of living crisis, and so on. There are people out there who are struggling right now, and you may be one of them, but from a business owner's point of view, I've we've just had our biggest Black Friday sale of all time. There does not seem to be, I think people who struggle with money will always struggle with money until they change their mindset and their beliefs and have a system. The problem we got out there, there's more money out there than there's ever been. They've just been printing money constantly, hence why they're jacking up interest rates, hence why they're everything's becoming more expensive and employers are having to look at pay their team more money and so on so for me the the lessons from this year and that's the real thing about goal setting you've got to look at really what have you not so much failed on what how have you done this year and what can you learn from this year to make this year better so for me personally i kind of freaked out a bit too much over the heat wave i i cancelled an event i remember talking to jesson about this it was a mistake if you remember the heat wave, if you're in the UK watching this, um, it hit hit on a Sunday real hard, and it was predicted to be 38 to 40 degrees. And it was like another lockdown, really. And I cancelled a big event. I had 150 people on. I cancelled it, and I put it online about two weeks later. I thought I was doing the right thing. Now, going back, would I have cancelled it? No, I wouldn't have done. I, I would have... Someone's put here, there was on the beach. Exactly, you know. When we were little, that's what we used to do. But the, the media was almost controlling my business to an extent so what would i do differently i would have gone ahead and gone against the grain and the people succeed are the ones who go against the grain so i would have ignored that provided a lot of water made sure there's enough air conditioning. i would have gone ahead with my event while everyone else contracted back again now all the things we're facing at the minute high interest rates are they really high no they're not they're actually coming back to normality. They've been artificially low now for 13 years. When I got my first mortgage, it was 5.5%, and that was considered cheap. Interest rates will go up to about 5%, they they predict, and then it was going to secure around about that figure, and it will um, reward the savers if you believe in saving and so on. So obviously, there's people on locked fixed rates at the minute. They're going to be affected, and they may have to make preparation and plans for next year for when they come out of that. Are people going to have less money? Well, the people who have less money are always going to be the ones that always struggle because they don't know the strategies that I teach and Jetson teaches and so on. And don't hang around with the right people. People who thrive and do really well at a situation like this are people like myself and you guys who know when to go in and you can use the fear headlines. You can look for opportunities where everyone's glued to the TV. And that's going to be part of my point. So I've got a list of things here. Write these down. Something will work for you. If you're not a business owner, you'll still be able to adapt some of this stuff into your everyday life, whether it's working on your relationships or whether it's if you're an employee and you're trying to get that job promotion and so on. And then once I finish them, I'm going to hand you over to Jesson, who's going to work on some more goal setting strategies, because you need to start with that stuff now. You don't want to wait till New Year's Eve. You know, you, you got the goal set, setting is a kind of like a long-term thing, too. You can't really achieve much in 12 months. It's gone like a flash, isn't it? Who thinks this year has gone gone quick? Put one in the comments. Who thinks it's gone quick? To me, it's just gone like flipping, gone. Where's it gone? Black Friday came, and now that's pretty much it now. We're at the end of the year, you know, especially with my businesses, we're looking at shutdown like in, in a week's time, you know? So, so let's go on the step. Yeah, you all agree with me on that one. So that's, that's one thing. So if you can list these things down. So the first thing you need to do when you're preparing for the next year is conduct an honest self-assessment on yourself to look at how you've behaved over the last 12 12 months. What could you have done different? So we're all busy doing our tax self-assessments, if you're self-employed, and we get very busy in the busy stuff, but we don't look at what could I have done differently? Could I have took an extra holiday? Could I have worked less when I was on holiday? Could I have watched, not watched that rubbish Netflix film and actually studied something about investment or how I can grow my business? Could I have attended an event? Could I have done a bit more due diligence about, about someone before I went and joined their program and, and then found out later I wasted a load of money? You know What could you have zoomed in? Because our time, we can never get back. We could always make more money. That's quite easy to do. But we can't reverse the clock and get our time back. You know, I know Jesson does try a lot with Botox and everything else he does and filler to try and turn the time back. But in reality, it do not work. After three months, he's back to looking like he does again. So, so, number one, conduct an honest self-assessment on yourself. Be brutally honest, right? Your fitness, could you do more with your fitness? Could you have gone to the gym when you felt like you didn't want to go? So I've just managed to squeeze a workout in before I got here. It was half an hour, you know? That's all I managed to, managed to do, but I'm glad I did it. And that's all I had is half an hour to do it. Either sit in the car or go hit the gym, and I went and hit the gym. Could you, could you have done that? Plus, when the nights get darker, we all get a bit more down and depressed. We finish our evenings earlier. That's when you need to get out of there and attack the grain and make things happen. So conduct an honest self-assessment on yourself. Step number two, evaluate what worked and what did not work. In the last year so what worked for you in terms of relationships finances your business your kids um, your holiday plans and then what worked and what did not work the stuff that worked do more of next year the stuff that did not work try and dig in why did that not work and what can you do to make sure that doesn't happen again next year so for me i took a two-week holiday to um to greece the first week worked. So i kept this thing my phone off And I was fully present with my family. Second week, I was a nightmare. I was chewing my hands off because I'm so used. I love my work so much. I turned my phone on. I was saying to my wife, I'm off to get a drink, you know, and I'll be on the phone working in in England. I'm sure you all do. Paul Gannon's laugh. He knows exactly what I mean. And i got six kids, right? So so getting that balance was right. Now, I, I regret that. I could have easily kept my phone off for two weeks. Nothing would have changed. I could have got up earlier than all of them and checked in with England check to my businesses and turn my phone off. And um, so that's a lesson for me. That's something I want, in, want to improve on next year is making sure when I go on holiday, I'm really present with my kids. You know, when I go out with them, I haven't got this damn thing with me. These things were invented for us to make phone calls on. Now they're just literally typing away all day long. And there's so many distractions. We can't get that time back. My, my, I Paul remember Paul stayed at Paul Gannon stayed at my house years ago. And, my youngest, my oldest child, my first one, she's now 19. It's gone like a flash. I saw a picture of his son who stayed at my house, who was a little boy back then. He's in his 20s now. I couldn't believe it. And it, it just goes like that bang. And um, is it Lewis, Paul? Yeah, I'm trying to lip read you. You can type it in the comments. I don't want to get told off by Jess and if I mute you, I might get in trouble there. But time goes quick, guys. And, we can teach her how to make money and so on and everything else. But you've got to be really present and everything. And that's, that's the key. He's 33. Flipping heck. But well, he stayed at my house. Yeah, that's about right. He stayed at my house about 21 years ago. And that seems like yesterday. It goes really, really quick. Yeah, got a daughter and a son, Jasmine. So really conduct a lot of self-assessment on yourself. What can you do? Evaluate what's worked and what did not work and don't do what did not work again. Don't be silly, you know. We're funny. Like as entrepreneurs, we're strange. Like We run an advert and it goes really well. Like Swap Nails here is a top Facebook consultant. We run an advert. It goes really well. We get inundated with new clients for our businesses. And then for some reason, we feel that we need to redesign and do a new advert again. When in fact, the last advert works well. That's just human nature. We have to come up with new things. We don't. Well, so something works well in the past, the chances are it's going to work well again. You might have to tweak it slightly, but that's just uh, a fault of us as humans. So, so if that's works well, what can you do to make that even better? You know, which I'll get on to in a second. Okay, step number three. Now, this is the key, really, if you really want to do well. Empower others and build teams and followers. Now, we all want more followers, but what we really want is a team that can have the same mindset is what we have have the same um thought process so that we can step out of our business and work on our business not in it now developing a team is probably one of the most difficult things to do it's not easy to get people on the same sheet of thinking of you to have the same goal to have that believability that they can do whatever they want they just got to follow your system and follow what me and jesse are trying to teach you on these webinars and our live events and things. So you need to empower people to understand. And it's all about leading from the front. You want to write that one down. Lead from the front. So what can you do to leave from the front? My little daughter's come to say hi. Can I say hi to her She's come to say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Hi. Oh, guess there you go. <laughs> yeah, so leading from the front is really, really important. And if you're not doing what your team are expecting you to do then they won't have any respect for you they, they're not going to you know be like if you if you own a gym and you're going to mcdonald's all the time you've got a big gut out here and then you're expecting all your staff to stay in shape you've got to lead the way you've got to lead the way for them you've got to have that positive mindset if you're teaching them they got to get up and have their day planned eat, and they are seeing you sleep in till 10 11 o'clock in the morning and they will believe me you've got to lead the way it all starts with you You've got to stay in shape, you know, work your goals and, um, and, and lead from the front. That's how you're going to build a team. There's no magic formula to doing it, to recruiting people, other than having like-minded people that are all are on the same vision as what you are. So you have to empower them and then build followers. Now, the whole following thing when it comes to social media, don't focus on building up your followers. Focus on trying to get your content to go viral. Things have changed a lot on social media. I mean, Jessica could do three or four hours on this. Is that in the old ways of social media, it's all about how many followers you have. If you put a post on Facebook, that post would go to all 5,000 friends on your personal profile. Who remembers those days? Put one in the comments. Your personal profile, 5,000 friends, one post. You could use it like a newsletter, couldn't you? You'd hit everyone, all 5,000. It was really powerful. And on top of that, you'd have followers on that as well. Now it's about... And, you know, having followers is more about your ego and, and social proof, you know, credibility. But you can have hardly any followers now and you can produce amazing content that people want, solving their problems, solving their challenges out there. And it will go viral. It will go viral. You can hit a million, two million people. We're seeing this all the time, consistently. Um, there's some people out there who are really good. Go and look up a guy called Simon Scribd. Really nice guy, Simon Scrib, Squibb. S Q U I B B. And what he's achieving—he doesn't need to work. He's a multimillionaire entrepreneur, and what he's achieving on TikTok at the moment is incredible. He's got videos reaching millions of people, and he started with nothing. He's not been doing it very long, and uh, he's just producing quality content that people like to see. And he'll find, find a way to monetize that, empower people, and then build a team later. Okay, so this whole follower thing's changed. So next year, don't focus so much on building followers. Just focus on producing content that people want to see that's going to change their life, solve a problem that they have, empower them, motivate them, and then your following will build. Your, vid- your videos will go viral and off you go. Now, me and Jess are very good friends with Rob well, Moore. Who's heard of Rob Moore here? Put one in the comments if you have. Put two if you haven't. You've all heard of Rob, I'm sure. Now, Rob is tenacious every day with Facebook. And they give him the nickname that he's uh, the doom the doom gloomer of Europe or something like that. He's not. He's just worked out. If he goes with a negative headline every single day on Facebook, then his video will go viral. Not all the time, but most of the time. The more negative the video is, the more it will go viral, especially if he jacks. He's took his Facebook following. And I've watched it, by the way from 80,000, I think it was 79,000, lockdown one, and he's about to hit 300,000 followers. And that's just by having content that's been what, what people want and what value, and it's gone, it's gone viral. And off the back of that, obviously, he's got better ad reach revenue. He can fill a room. Me and Jess that room recently with nearly 200 people in, organically filled from the back of the Facebook live videos. You can all do that. I'm not saying every day you should go out and go live and do that, but if you can do that three times a week, then you don't need all these followers. Your followers will happen if people love you, they'll follow you. You know, you don't want to be asking people to follow you. Who wants to be begging for followers? It's, it's not the way to go. Okay, so that's number three: empower others to build teams and followers. Okay, number five. I've already kind of covered this one, but years go quick, so plan the decades. Okay, I think Tony Robbins has a saying that. that um, People underestimate what they can do in a decade and, and overestimate what they can do in a year. So we've already established a year's gone really fast, doesn't it? It's over now. That's it pretty much. It's up to you what you squeeze out of it now. It's all about goal setting and planning. But a decade, you can really do a lot with a decade. You know, what I've achieved in a decade has been incredible. And I, I can measure that really well because I've been married to my wife for nearly 11 years I'll completely transform my business, my property portfolio. But the first year or two of that was kind of a slow burner. And so, with all of us, we think we can, we have these massive goals for a year. And I won't step on this too much because I know my friend Jason will cover this. But in fact, the decade is where you should be planning. 10 years from now, where do you want to be? That's the plan plan the decades and then work back with the years because years just go too quick. It sounds like a long time because when we're kids, they seem to drag on a lot. But as we get older, they seem to get a lot go, go, go a little quicker. You know, it's, it's incredible. It's uh, They go in a flash. Okay, number six, read daily motivational quotes. Keep yourself pumped. We all get down days. All of us does. Uh, and it, things happen. Everything's not all rosy out there. Um, I think Jessen does a daily quote, actually, in his Telegram group. So if you look at Jessen's, I might start stealing them and putting them in mine, actually. But if you go to Justin's Telegram group, go and join it. He does a daily motivational quote in there. And also, get it and put it out to all your team, all the people you're working with, and use that stuff, you know? Because it's not just old motivational quotes. He's using the, the more modern stuff that applies to today. But you've got to stay motivated. You've got to find ways to keep yourself motivated. If you don't, then nothing's going to happen. Nothing's going to happen. Number seven. Okay, be careful what you consume. And this is getting really important now, more than ever, is um, when you're at home in the evenings, I don't know if you've got partners and stuff, you, you've got to try and find that balance, but there's so many good podcasts out there now, and there's also bad podcasts out there. There's stuff that's non-relevant for you. There's TikTok where you're going to scroll through because it's entertainment, and we can all have a bit of fun doing that. But if you really are driven on making next year a success, then... Focus on what is it you're looking for? So what's that 10-year, decade goal? What do you want to achieve by the end next next year? What do you need to study? And who do you need to study to get there, okay? And focus on the podcasts that are relevant to your niche. Don't go and watch stuff about cooking if your business is health and fitness. Focus on the best personal trainer in the world. who's smashing it right now. You know, like Tanner, he makes like $25 million a year with an online personal training business. That's what you need to do. In. In okay, so be careful what you consume. One more I against my cousin. Oh, I think he needs to play. someone to mute that for us. Okay, so be careful what you consume. Be careful that you don't consume negative stuff. And don't waste your time. Now, I've been guilty this all year. I've watched podcasts I shouldn't have watched. You know, I watched an interview with Molly May about two hours long, what did I benefit from that? Not a lot, to be honest with you, but you get zoomed in sometimes. I could have focused on things that were really, really important. You know, like times like this, if you're an entrepreneur, your your, your best spent time would be focused on how to get your tax bill down, for instance, because we're getting taxed more than ever at the minute, and they're gonna tax us on the tax and tax and tax. So for any entrepreneur at the minute, especially this time of year, Your number one task in your life should be, how can I get my tax bill down and everything? What can I claim for legally? What can I do? What can I upgrade my accountants to a better accountant? Am I I with the right people? So for me, that's one of my biggest subjects at the moment is, what can I do to get my tax bill down? Because by the time I've added everything up, about 70p in every pound goes on tax. So I've upgraded my accountants to the best accountants that are with the top entrepreneurs. And they analyze everything I do. And I have to keep these documents and spreadsheets. But it's a big income-producing task. I hate doing admin. It's not for me. But it's the most rewarding thing I can do right now in terms of my business for making more profit. Because our prime minister said taxes have to go up. The last prime minister, I've lost count which one we're on now, Liz Truss, she wanted to try and bring our taxes down. The current one wants to solve the problems by bringing our taxes up. And national insurance is a tax as well. It's a tax in disguise. you try getting a doctor's appointment in England for your kids and stuff. We tried to get one yesterday and we still ended up with a nurse. The country's a complete mess. So you, your most income-producing tasks should be things like get your tax bill down, getting your marketing sorted out, get everything in place so that you can really push it next year. So be careful what you consume, especially with these little gadgets. You get carried away before you know it. You know? And be careful when you respond to messages too, maybe. Maybe... I have a cutoff point. I've got friends who are very successful that don't respond to messages until after five o'clock. Unless it's friends or family, of course, but business-related stuff. There's no problem in your life that cannot wait until the next day, unless it's your immediate family. Everything can wait until the following day. Okay, next one. I bang on about this a lot because it drives me mad. Ignore the media's agenda. All right? We all get sucked into this. And yes, there are people out there struggling to pay their bills right now now let me tell you something right if i've got any of my tenants on here then they'll have to understand it because the way it is i've got a lot of buy to let properties and i've got a lot of friends who are into property in a big way too and recently obviously the interest rates have gone up now what do we do how do you respond to that rents have to go up so across the country rents have gone up by about 30 percent. now the interesting thing is everyone panicked about it didn't they and to be honest, as landlords, we don't want to upset our tenants, especially the ones that have been there for 8 or 9, 10 years and been paying their rent. But they've managed. Now, we're, we're month one in now with the rental increases. They've all managed to find the money. They've gone to the councils, and the councils have topped them up with their emergency funds. We've not had anybody, anyone out of all the properties I've got who have not been able to afford the rental increase. They've took it on the chin, just like everything else has gone up, too. It's like the cycle that happens every 18 years. The last time we had one in 2008, thought that was 1989. This is normal stuff that happens all the time. So you guys have to really, really kind of focus on what the media do. They try and make out that everyone's broke. They make you believe that everyone you see in the streets broke. Go to Harrods this weekend. Go and see how much money there is around. You'll be shocked. It is packed. That's why they, they got this problem in the first place. There's more money out there than it's ever been. They need to control it. So people stop spending so much. Um, they, in my view, that's wrong. They should encourage entrepreneurship and give us tax breaks and give us chances to go out there and then employ more staff and grow the economy, but the government don't get that. They don't understand how that works. So ignore the media's agenda. So what's their agenda? They need to sell advertising space. That's all they care about. They don't care about you or me. All they want is your, as many eyeballs on their sky news or cnn or whatever it may be so that in the commercial breaks they can sell advertising space to say to the people who buy adverts look how many million people we're we're reaching is how much the adverts are going to be and the difference is when we were growing up we had four channels now there's thousands so everyone's competing for this space all the time so they have to scare you to death not everyone's broke you're always going to find Three or four hundred people in every single town who can afford your product or service. You start buying into that mentality. You might as well just give up. You know this is normal. This is the cycle of life. We're not going to see 0.1 in interest rates again in our lifetime. That was free money. Three percent is cheap. Four percent, five percent is cheap. We need to adapt to that. You need to factor in your investments for that. You need to raise your prices as well, as as uh, offering your services and. Everything comes round. It's been proven. You know, some of us here are old enough to remember the 2008 and the 1989 crashes that happened. Opportunities will arise now like never before. House prices will crash like heck. That's when you go in and you get your bargains. And rental demand. My agent say to me all the time, "My letting agents, if I can give them 200 properties tomorrow. They have more letting a day. Done. That's how desperate it is out there." So ignore the media's agenda. Okay, number nine, I'm going to whisk through these a bit quicker now. Work harder and smarter in the tough times and seasons. So I talked about the heat wave earlier on. I should have ignored that. I should have been smarter. I should have adapted it, carried on my sold out of them. provided more water, put some things in place, realized when people go on a holiday, they, they suddenly in 45 degree conditions, and it would have been okay. Instead, I, I got sucked in by the media's agenda myself. So work a bit smarter. So instead of waiting until New Year's Eve to plan your goals and what you're going to do next year, think about what could go wrong next year. What could happen next year? And put things in place now so you're ready for it. And get, get things, uh, get things you know, get your team on the same page as you as well. You are going to have things go wrong. Kids are going to get ill. You're not going to be able to be present in your business. Have things right at right your place. Number next, get a mentor. So a lot of you are on here anyway, part of me and Justin's what we do. Make sure you learn from other people that have made a mistake. So I do this too. I have people I look up to and I find what mistakes they've made so I don't make them. I get them to test things out first. And if it doesn't work, then I don't do it. That's the way you should do it. That's how you work smart, right? You can achieve what I've achieved in 26 years, in 10 years, maybe less. If you, if you knew all the mistakes I made and learned from me, that's the real value in having a mentor, somebody who's been there and done it. It's different between a coach and a mentor. Coach will keep you accountable, give you systems, and off you go. A mentor's been there and done it, gone through the mistakes, maybe made a million, lost a million, made it back again. Those are the kind of people you want to be studying. People like Gerald Ratner, for instance, who lost a lost like a billion, didn't he, in, in seven days, and then he went back and made seven, eight billion again, over one comment in the media. You know, these are the kind of things you want, you want to be studying and the podcast you want to be listened to, not just the successes. Inflation is not only 10 percent. You're right. Yeah. If the government tells you it's 11, 12, 13 percent, the chances are it's 20, 20. It's, it's going to be 20 percent plus, plus, you know, but you know what? You just have to adjust to that. You just have to adjust to it. There's no point moaning in, about what the government are doing. We can't control what they can do. We can only control what we do. So just worry about what you can control. What you what you can control is. Those, those Muppets in Parliament haven't got a clue what they're doing. I'm good friends with Nigel Farage. If you don't like him or not, it doesn't matter. He knows them all. He said there's not one person there in the government who's even had a paper around currently. That's the truth. So they don't know how to control a business. They don't know how to manage money. They spent 38 billion on an app that didn't work. Who remembers the pandemic app? Put one in the comments. 38 billion of taxpayers' money. 38 billion. You know, it's madness. They don't know how to manage money. And that's one thing you need to learn, which we, we do our best to teach you. Okay, your health and fitness. Start your plans now with your health and fitness. Don't wait to flip in January the 1st. What do you want to do that for? That's the stuff. If you put it on weight now and you're out of shape now, put things in place so that you get a head start. You don't want to do it, wait until January. It's your health. Unless your heart's beating and you're healthy, all the money in the world and time your kids isn't going to happen. So get out first. Prioritize that. that. Should be the number one th- thing you do. I think we've got Lou here, who um, advises all my clients, and she's up at five a.m. and she says non-negotiable five a.m. every morning. She's up smashing it out on Facebook Lives, doing her classes. She's in incredible shape, and um, she's that she puts that first before anything in her life. No matter where she is, she does it. I mean, that's great. I couldn't think of anything worse than being up at freaking five a.m. If I'm honest with you, doing it exercise in the morning but like 10 11 in the morning worked well for me and plus when you've got six kids it becomes a little bit more challenging when you've got things coming on but making it a non-negotiable using those words like she does that's the key health and fitness non-negotiable has to come first get that in place now if you don't start now at least plan it now at least plan it and connect with lou connect with someone who knows how to do it she's been there and done okay upgrade your advisors we talked about this earlier on Upgrade your accountant. Do you need another level of accountants now? Maybe not more expensive ones, but ones who know you know are willing to take the risks within the law that go the extra mile to claim for everything you can. So understand the benefits of LLP, understand the limited companies, understand, like if you're an employee, you should be looking for ways, maybe you're driving to work, but maybe there's things you can claim for through your business. You need to upgrade your advisor's time like this. And that's one thing I have done this year very successfully. And I know Jesson does this too. He's got a top advisor who's always looking into the latest things. You know, the tax goes up. You have to legally pay tax. But there's also a massive, I can't remember how many pages the book is with a tax guy, but it's like three or 400 pages, I believe. There's also hundreds and hundreds of ways you can legally not pay tax, but you've got to have the right advisors around you. And on top of this, you need the right circle of friends around you too so not telling you just delete all your friends in your phone book right now and not speak to them again but because be careful who you're hanging around with who you're hanging around with who you're going to become and you've got to be analyzing that it's just like a child when a child grows up with if you've got a strong accent then the child will pick up your accent they're also going to pick up your belief structure and the way you think so the people you're hanging around with you're going to pick up their character traits and the way they think and you may not understand that so so, yeah, upgrade your friends. Look at different networks. Hang around with like-minded people. Who do you want to become? Really important. Next one, study the best in your niche and make yourself better than that. That's pretty much what I did. That's pretty much what I did. I studied the best that were in America and what I did, and I tried to make myself better than that. And it worked. And that guy here, you see? Can you see that guy there? That's Michael Jackson, my old dear friend. I used to say to Michael all the time, what makes you the biggest star in the world? Why have you got the biggest Salon album? Did you know last week, the number one album in the charts was Thriller? Do you know that? Thriller, 40th year anniversary. He's still, he's dead, he's not with us, and he's still number one, even after all the publicity and negative stuff that's said about him. Now, I say to him, what's the key to you being so successful, Michael? And he said he'd studied the greats, like James Brown, Fred Astaire, Stevie Wonder. He would study them all. And then he would take the best of what he can from them all. And then he would make himself better. And that's exactly what he did. He was studied. The reason he wanted to meet me is because he wanted to meet Bruce Lee's daughter and um, Bruce Lee's ex-wife, Linda Lee. Because he wanted to study what made Bruce Lee tick. Why is Bruce Lee still relevant all these years on from his death? And that's what you guys need to do. You need to study in your niche who you want to be better at, who, who's really smashing it right now. And with the internet, and that, it's really d- easy to do nowadays. Years ago, we used to fly to America all the time to do all this stuff. You guys got easy access to this stuff. So find out who's smashing in your niche and then make yourself better than them or at least equal to them. And befriend them, you know? Don't compete, collaborate. There's no point competing anymore. Just collaborate with anyone. Next one, make use of your downtime. So most of you now, people now out there, they're watching whatever they're gonna watch. What's on now, Coronation Street, EastEnders or something like that, soap operas and things. Strictly come, Dancing. Do what others don't. That's the key. Make use of your downtime. You're here on a webinar of me and jesson You're learning some good stuff. This, this is how you're going to go out there and smash it. And there's a lot of downtime. If you look on the, the last year, you'll be able to identify so many times that you've lost the plot and you've gone and done something, you've watched something too long, or you, you've you've listened to the wrong pad, podcast, you've watched the program you shouldn't have watched. I'm not saying don't have any fun, but it's a lot more fun when you're rich and having fun than it is being poor and having fun. In fact, it's quite hard to be poor and having fun. I used to be poor. It's much more fun when you've got a lot of money. It really is. And you can help people out too. And you can have better holidays as well. You can have nicer cars and stuff. And you can have your kids have a great time. You can help charities out. So focus on, focus on that. Really important. Next one, you hear me say this a lot. Observe the masses and do the opposite. So everyone else is getting scared to death. Cost of living, inflation's going up. This is happening. Um, so especially at the moment. Now, next year, Jessin is right. Next year is going to be a hard year. I'm not going to swear because we're going to repurpose this probably into into, um, an educational video for you guys. Next year is going to be tough. Only if you let it be. Now, if you're clever, all you're going to see is opportunities everywhere because you're hanging around with everyone who recognizes when there's a recession or a depression, there's more millionaires and billionaires made than any other time. That is a fact. So we are ready to go in. Do you want to jump on that train with us? You can. If you don't, then go and join the masses and panic and watch tv and watch netflix binge it and uh eat popcorn or whatever you do you know that's not how you're going to get on in life you got you got you, you, you make your own success you make your own luck you make it so observe the masses what they're doing at the moment and do the opposite and that's what you're doing right now because you're here you're not watching tv you're here watching us on the webinar keep a daily jur- journal of your progress Now, Tony Robbins, I keep going back to him, but he is really, I think he'll go down with like Einstein as being one of the greatest minds. one day. And he said, if life's worth living, it's worth recording. Life's worth living, it's worth recording. Now, if you just take down just a small summary of each day of your life, and you could look back over the last year of each day, you'll be able to identify very quickly your downtime, the, the things you've done wrong, the mistakes, the time you've not spent with your kids, your relationships, you know, there's things you'll be able to identify really, really, really carefully. You know, you'll have all these manuals and stuff and so on, a lot of manual diaries of, of your life, but what a valuable asset that would be. What a valuable asset to be able to look at. Just like these bodybuilders who track their workouts, make sure they're on the right track. You know, you guys should be doing that with your life. If life's worth living, it's worth recording. Really important thing to have. So have a detailed plan for your life. That's the way to make it work. All right, I've got a few things I want to warn you about before I go. And if I've got people to sell this then it's on here, then it's okay if I upset you, then I don't mean to upset you. But stay stay away from anything crypto, anything crypto, all these coins, their coins, that coin. Honestly, just stay away from all that stuff. The people who are really successful right now are not getting involved in that. Do you remember in lockdown one, everyone was selling some kind of crypto, weren't they? I don't know, making some kind of affiliate money on that. Um I don't believe in it. I don't think Justin does. We don't want to give you risky investments. Property we, only in history has ever dipped like 30%. Even in wars, it'll always be there. However, crypto, people just get wiped out. And there's only real one, which is Bitcoin. That's the only one that's really de- de- platform. But why would you want to put your money in something where you could be wiped out overnight, especially in times like this? You want to put your money in educating yourself first to, be, to, to know what you're doing and hanging around with the right people. Have it in safe investments. Now, me and Jess are both family people. We we put our kids first, and that's what we are. We sacrifice business opportunities all the time because we want to take our kids to the movies and do stuff, and we we do it all the time. We got friends who don't do that. We got friends who do it the other way around. But that's just the way we are. Life is short. So invest in stuff that is secure. Start investing in yourself. Have a business because you're in control of that. Our, Try and get that job promotion to get into that business, or try and partner or collaborate with people, and you'll be amazed if you ask people. As I say, if you don't ask, you don't get. If you ask people, you'll be very amazed on what can happen. You know, and there's an example here with with um, with exercise engineer Lou. She's here somewhere. I saw an opportunity in her because she was so attentive at an event where where I was um, on stage, and she was really studying and and Taking notes and and afterwards she was very polite and I gave her an opportunity to to come and help people within my network to build up her business, you know. And uh, all of you got these opportunities. You just got to get out there and happen. You'll be very surprised. People don't approach people like me, Justin, and entrepreneurs because they think, oh, they won't respond to me. Yeah, we do respond to people, especially if you go about it the right way. We don't respond to the people who say we will grow your Instagram, and then you look at their Instagram and they got hundred followers but we'll respond to people who've got the right story and the motivation and they're part of our network and they're paying attention and they're making it happen. So be careful with Bitcoin, crypto, invest, what you invest in. There's going to be a lot of scammers going on the next, the 2023, that's what I predict. There's a lot going on this year. Next year is going to be even more. Just be careful who you listen to. Listen to the people who've been there and with Google, the company's house and everything else to do a little bit of due diligence. It's so easy to do. And on that note, I'm going to hand you over to... The better looking version of me, Mr. Jess and James, <laughs> is in the house.
1: Hello. So you've gone from saying that I've got, I use Botox and fillers and to now I'm the better looking. I mean, I am i don't know, like you're playing with my emotions here. Anyway, never mind. Give, give Matt some love in the chat box, everyone. Give him some love. Thank you, Matt. Appreciate you, buddy. And um, I just wanted to kind of double down on a couple of bits, Matt, that you were talking about. Um, Daily motivation. This is really, really important, okay? Um, Hina, if you're listening, lovely, could you do me a favor? Could you find Matt's and my Telegram channel link and just pop it in a chat box? These are both free groups that Matt and I have that are on Telegram, which is a messaging app. uh, And we message you um i me personally every single day you'll get you'll get a personal message from me of daily motivation and i do it in the morning and the reason i do it in the morning because they say how you start your day is how you end your day and let's be perfectly honest most people wake up in the morning thinking about the problems that there might be coming their way so it's really important that you bulletproof your mind so we've got free it's free it's free to join my one Matt one wherever it might be there's no charge for this it's just sign up to to the telegram channel and all you get you don't get spammed with emails because we don't get your details like that it's just you joining a whatsapp chat for example you know we just you could just join that, that channel and we'll message you every single day and give you some motivation so definitely matt you're on the right track with that in terms of motivation and um you know looking after your mind you mentioned about getting a mentor i want everyone to understand something um especially during these crazy times He or she who decides to walk alone is going to have a rough ride. That's just how it is, right? Um, You've got to upgrade your circle of influence. You've got to hang around better people. And I know I've said this before. Matt said it before. You've heard it all before. I'm not the first person to say this, but you really must learn to upgrade your circle of influence because there's many of us running around, hanging around people who are trying to pull us back. And here's the thing. Some of us are sharing our big ideas with small-minded people. Think about that. We've got all these big plans, these big aspirations, these big dreams to go and help other people, start a business, work on our finances, get into property, whatever it might be. And then we go and share it with small minded people. What were you expecting to happen? They want to clap for you? They're not going to clap for you. They're going to laugh at you. But why? Because they got, their level of thinking isn't where you're at. So you cannot grow if you're not in a growth environment. Please write that down. You cannot grow unless you're in a growth environment. That basically means you've got to hang out with people who are growing as well, hang out with people who are on the same journey as you, get mentors, get into mastermind groups, get into the right circles. It's so, so important. Look, Matt and I are friends. We've also got a group of influential friends, people who, 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 who we surround ourselves with. We know we can pick up our phones and get in contact with some very influential people from high profile entrepreneurial people to celebrities, to all kinds of stuff. And you know what's beautiful about that? They're in our circle of influence. And that's really, really important. So you've got to do that. I love the thing that you said here as well, Matt. And I want to deep dive into this in a second about consume content that is linked to your goals. What do you want? Okay, this is really, really important. So for example, there's so much content out there. YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, you know, all different kinds of channels. So it gets very noisy. So please write this down. Practice intentional learning. Please write that down practice intentional learning what is intentional learning that's basically you looking for content books courses programs that will intentionally meet your needs and help you get to where you want to go that's it yeah other than that you don't look at stuff now I do this with books sometimes I'll pick up a book and if you want to know a secret I hardly finish books just saying I I pick up a book and I never I don't finish books I do sometimes if they're really good, but I don't finish all of them. Why? And by the way, I'm talking about business books here, not 50 shades of gray, like Matt, you know, it's what you read at Um, so <laughs> but um I'll talk about business books. Yeah, maybe Matt that's practices intentional learning on Fifty Shades of Grey is like, oh I think I'll try that tonight. Anyway, um but the point is, I'll pick up a business book and I'll go, right, what do I need from this right now? And it might be one marketing tip, one money-making tip, one tax-saving tip. Soon as I've got it, I put the book down. Soon as I got it, I put the book down. And the reason behind that is because I don't want to get distracted by whatever else is in there. I want to consume content that's focused around my outcomes. Um, yes, yes, Lottie and Simon, that is probably why he's got six kids. He's very good at it. Um, so... <laughs> So definitely, definitely think about that. Can you practice intentional learning? And one last thing, which ties in nicely to what I'm about to do with you in a second, all right? Matt spoke about thinking thinking 10 years ahead and then breaking down the years. Now, I'm a big believer in this. Look after the next 12 months and the next 10 years will take care of itself. Please write that down if you're taking notes. Look after the next 12 months and the next 10 years will take care of themselves. You see, the reason I say that is because who on earth would imagine we'd be where we were, where we are right now, 10 years ago, five years ago, even? (laughs) nobody knew. So all these big aspirations and goals that you set five years, 10 years from now, they could get wiped out in a heartbeat. So here's my top tip for you. Have a vision of where you want to be five years, 10 years from now, wherever you might be and understand something. A vision is not a destination. No, no, no. A vision is not a destination. A vision is a way of life. Please write that down. It's not a destination. It's not a, a, you know, a goal. Yeah, it's not an end date. It's a way of life. Many of you could be in a completely different place 12 months from now. I'm telling you, many of you can be in a completely different break, place 12 months from now. For example, every entrepreneurial person, every person on their, on their journey to success, they, they get to what's called a tipping point where you've put up with so much, put up with so much crap, put up with so much rubbish, challenge after challenge, you know, setback after setback, failure after failure. And then suddenly, all of a sudden, something starts working for you. And literally, within the next 12 months, your whole life turns around. Like, literally. And I've been there. Matt's been there. Like, both of us have been at points where we've gone, why am I even doing this business? What am I doing? And then suddenly, there's that little tipping point, and everything changes after that. So what I'm trying to say to you guys is, forget what can happen. Matt, you said about, you know, know, people, what is it? Um, They underestimate what they, they overestimate what they can do in a decade and underestimate what they can do in a year or whatever, whatever the saying was, they underestimate what's possible. Um, Listen, everything's possible. Many of you can be in a different place 12 months from now if you want to. So have a clear vision and then know your goals. So I'm going to do two things with you right now because we're going to wrap this up shortly. These two things are going to massively help you. One of them's homework. One of them I want you to do right now, because this is look. I want this to be interactive, okay? So for those of you who are listening on the go, ironing your clothes, cooking your food, wherever it might be, listen, this is not a podcast. This is not a radio show, okay? <laughs> this was a, a Zoom meeting with you guys, all right? So those of you who are engaged, I appreciate you. Those of you who are just listening in the background, well, they say how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you're not sitting down taking notes, then I don't know what to say to you yeah here's why listening to things you only retain up to 10 percent when you write things down or simulate them or do them in real life you you can retain up to 70 percent. there's something called the learning cone please write that down the learning cone go and google it the learning cone c-o-n-e the learning cone go and google it later and have a look and it shows you how much you retain and readings right down the bottom hearing's right down the bottom, and and simulating and doing real life is at the top, so I'm going to get you to do two things, one of them is homework, so your homework is this, please write this down, not to be done now, but it's homework, all right, I want you to sit down this week, this week, not, not next week, not the week after, this week, I want you to sit down this week, and I want you to map out what your life should look like, even if you've already reached some success, I know there's people on here that are already living a, you know, a pretty cool life and do some pretty cool things already. But even if you've reached a level of success, we've always got this ultimate vision of what we want our lives to look like, whether that includes charity work, wherever it might be. So here's what I want you to do. You've got three subtitles, personal life, professional life, financial life. Those are your three subtitles. And what you do is you write in your personal life subtitle, your vision. What's your personal life ultimate vision what do you want it to look like as in where are you living are you traveling a lot what kind of relationship are you in what's your health like right now what's your fitness levels right now what do you look like what's your body look like Just everything to do with your personal life okay this could include charity work it can include include anything that you want to do personal hobbies maybe there's some things that you've achieved and um, maybe you're doing some new things maybe you've you don't know, taken up a new sport, whatever it might be, okay, and I want you to write this out, this is really, really important, write it out, and here's the trick, you write it in the present tense, as if you've already done it, okay, so don't put a date on it, don't put a date on it, but write, write out, and feel free to dream big here, I don't care if you write a whole page, what does your personal life look like, vision-wise, okay, Second subtitle, professional life. This is to do with your business or career. Now I want you to write, present tense again, in your vision, what does your professional life look like? Assets. Don't have to worry about how many or whatever. Just write it down. What does it look like? Have you got assets that work for you? Have you got businesses that operate whether you're there or not? Have you got, uh, I don't know, um, properties? Have you got dream career? Um, What is it? What is your professional vision? For your career because especially entrepreneurial people if anyone's an entrepreneur on this call we don't really want to retire do we, <laughs> we don't want to yeah, like Simon's going that no way <laughs> we don't want to retire like we don't because it doesn't feel like work so why retire you know I've told some of you this story before some of you who have been to my workshops will learn my my very first accountant uh was a lady called Doreen you could tell by her name she was pretty old Doreen was 80 years old, 80. And I remember asking Doreen one day, I said, Doreen, like, why do you travel from Rotherhive in South London to London Bridge every single day to come to your office and work? And she went, oh, darling, if I stay at home, I'll die. And, <laughs> and the truth is, she was right. She didn't want to retire because she'll get sick. She'll get sick. And by the way, little side note on Doreen. I just lost my job as a nurse. Some of you might notice in 2009, I lost my job and I just started my care business. I had zero money, I didn't have any money. I had to get creative. Um, I couldn't afford Doreen. And you know what she said to me? Oh, darling, don't you worry. You pay me when you start making money. And I thought, bloody hell, good people still exist. Isn't that nice? You know. So, and that, by the way, I believe life is a mirror. If you're someone who's used to doing good, you'll always get it reciprocated in some way or form. Someone will always come back and help you you know. And up until that, remember I was a nurse, I was helping people, I was doing stuff for people, always put people first. Then I was in a desperate place and Doreen came along, didn't know me, complete stranger. And she said, I'll help you. Pay me when you make money. And she did, she never took a penny off me until that business started making money, you know? So what I'm trying to say to you is, is that sometimes there's good people out there, especially if you're a good person, you know? So what I'm trying to say to you is um, be super clear. What do you want out of your life? What do you want your professional life to look like? If it doesn't include retirement, fine, write it like that, okay? And lastly, this is, again, this is homework. Lastly, under financial life, financial life, the subheading of financial life, start mapping out in your vision. What kind of income is coming into your life and from where? Now, it's not just about how much money you make. Please write this down. Money has no meaning apart from the one you attach to it. Please write that down money has no meaning apart from the one that you attach to it now what does this mean it's very simple even if you made 50 quid this month extra revenue from a product or a service or a business well maybe that's your mobile phone bill taken care of ever thought about that and some of us are ungrateful that i only made 50 quid well you know what that's your phone bill taken care of this month isn't it and what i'm saying is attach meaning to money so in your financial vision, I want you to I want you to write down what's your money doing? Not just for you, for your friends, for your family, for the world, for charity. But for what, what is it doing? OK, how is your money making this world a better place? How is it? How's your money making your children's lives a better place? Like, you know, Matt and I, you know, he mentioned earlier on about being family people. Now, do you know what? Do you know what I heard in the news the other day? I couldn't even believe they were saying this. In the morning as well, of all times. I couldn't believe this. I was like, I was at the gym. And again, I've I've always got an issue with the gym. Why did they play the news in the gym? It's not like motivating, is it? Like, what on earth did they do that for? Anyway, my point is, is this. Do you know what they were saying on the news? Times are hard. If you're struggling with money, here's what you need to do. It's coming up towards Christmas. Sit your children down and explain to them that you cannot afford to give them presents this year. So they're going to have to go without. I thought, oh, my goodness, I wouldn't in a million years have that conversation with my kids. It will ruin their mentality. It will ruin their mindset. It will ruin their Christmas. They'll develop a a complex and they'll think that, you know, this is this is how life's meant to be. My parents are poor. They can't afford to look after me. Look, Matt was talking about exercise, being a non-negotiable. Do you know what's a non-negotiable for me? Making my kids suffer. That is a non-negotiable. That ain't going to happen. It's not going to happen. Yeah. Making my kids go without, nah, non-negotiables, not happening. Now, don't get me wrong. My kids, like Matt's the same. Our kids are not spoiled. They're not spoiled. They don't want for anything. They're not spoiled. They understand the value of stuff. But I'll be damned if I sat my kids down and said, sorry, I can't afford to buy you a present this year. Uh-uh. I'd rather die. Seriously, I'm telling you that. Um, that's not happening. Okay, so why am I saying that to you? Because this is what the media is trying to tell you they're trying to tell you, to, they're encouraging you to, to get your kids even to fall into this think-small thinks mentality, this retraction mindset, not a growth mindset. That, how can you say that? How can you say to your child, I'm sorry, things are tough right now, you can't have any presence. Now, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to say to you poverty doesn't exist. What I'm trying to say to you is every single person in this world has an opportunity if they want to take it. They say, there's a saying, right, if you're born poor, it's not your fault. If you die poor, perhaps it was because it's a choice and I'm not saying everyone has a shot in life I'm just trying to say to you that there's a lot of possibilities out there so so start thinking what do you want your money to be doing what kind of lifestyle is it giving your family what kind of lifestyle is it giving your kids Your, your 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 grandkids even whoever yeah very very important so so that's your homework okay personal professional financial life map out your entire vision now with your vision here's what else I need you to do Once it's done, I need you to read it, read it out to yourself every single week, okay? Now, here's my preferred time to read my vision on a Sunday evening, okay? Now, on a Sunday evening, the reason I read my vision on a Sunday is very, very simple. Here's why. Monday often brings challenges, okay? Give me a one down below if you agree. Often, Monday sometimes can hit you with stuff that you weren't expecting or, yeah, that's true, right? Sometimes that's what happens. Monday hits you with some stuff and you weren't expecting it. Well, when you read your vision on a Sunday, you wake up in the morning and go, bring it week. What you got for me? Yeah. And the reason I'm telling you that is because it don't matter how many times you fail. It don't matter how much hardship you're going through, how many setbacks, how many knockbacks, how many punches in the face, how many failures, how many losses, how many challenges. It don't matter what that week throws at you. You know what your vision is because it's worth it now here's the psychology behind this if you can't enjoy the process then you don't deserve the prize please write that down if you cannot enjoy the process you don't deserve the prize and guess what my friends the process of becoming successful is tough it's hard there are knockbacks there are setbacks there are challenges but you know what it's worth it and here's the interesting thing about how the world and the universe works if you can't Manage the down, then you don't deserve the up, plain and simple. And we're living in a world where everybody wants to be at the top of the mountain, but nobody wants to freaking climb it, plain and simple. So understand that if you don't enjoy the process, you don't enjoy the prize. So understand these are all things that you're going to go through. But you know what? Having a vision you can read each week will set you up for the week because you'll take the challenges on the chin. You'll be absolutely fine. Having a vision you can read when you're having a tough day, because we all have tough days. You can take it on the chin. It's okay. But they say, man without vision shall perish. That's That's a proverb in the Bible. Whether you're religious or not, it's irrelevant. It's a quote that's used today in all religions all across the world. Okay? Man without vision shall perish. What does that mean? If you have no vision, you will ultimately perish. And guess what? If you don't have your own vision, you become part of someone else's, write that down. If you don't have your own vision, you become part of someone else's. Now, give me a one down below if you currently have a job. Give me a one if you currently have a job. Maybe you're employed by someone right now, working for someone, okay? Yeah, a few of us, right? And look, there's nothing wrong with that if that's your chosen path. However, if you want bigger things, better things for yourself, understand, the more time you spend working for someone else, the more time you become part of their vision, plain and simple. So if you're happy with a job, stay in your job. There's nothing wrong with that. We need great team members. You know, Matt and I have great team members that work with us, and they've chosen this path, and we're grateful for them. But for some people, they say they want to be entrepreneurial, but they stay in the job they hate. Don't make any sense. OK, so understand that. All right. So that's your homework. Now, here's one thing I need you to do right now. This is really important okay now same headlines okay uh patina's patina's resigned today no going back congratulations welcome to the unemployable club yeah give a round of applause well done absolutely matt and i are completely unemployable i think if you try to give us a job we'll get fired within the first you know, half an hour i think it would be um <laughs> yeah simon's the same there he's nodding away natalia i'm sure you're the same um so, so <laughs> anyway here's your homework not homework no we're doing this right now homework was your vision this one we're doing right now okay now same headlines right on a piece of paper now right on a piece of paper now okay and this is to be done or achieved in the next 12 months so please write this down okay so this is your 2023 goals these are your 2023 goals okay number one personal life same headings as your vision personal life okay what is one thing about your personal life that you would love to transform write it down right now what's one thing about your personal life okay that you'd love to transform okay once you've written that, that thing now for example i'd love to transform my health now write down what do you want it to look like instead okay it could be um i want to be i don't know 15% body fat it could be I want to drop 20 pounds it whatever it is okay what is it that you want to do in your personal life it might not be a health goal it might be a relationship okay it might be um you know one area of your personal life you want to transform is your relationship okay great what do you want it to be what do you want it to look like instead okay do you want to learn how to make lots of children like Matt because he's doing a course on that soon apparently um so uh... <laughs> I had to, mate. It was too easy. Um, the relationship. <laughs> what else? Personal life. Maybe you want to transform the way that you your your, 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 your time off. Maybe you want to you want to go right. I want to work two days a week only. I don't know. Um, what about this? Personal life. Maybe you want to transform your work life balance, how much time you spend at work, how much time you spend at, at you know at home. Um, maybe you want to transform this, your travel. Maybe you wanna travel the world more. Maybe you wanna go, right, I'm sick and tired of doing one holiday. Like, I don't know about you, Matt, I'm sure you travel a lot as well and did a lot of holidays, but before lockdown, I was like six holidays a year, all day long. Yeah, uh, I love traveling and that's not including business trips. So what I'm saying is, you've got to plan your life around that if that's what you want, all right? Next, so, so write this down now, what do you want? I'll give you a second, write it down. Personal goal for next year, all right? Give me a one when you're finished, by the way, when you've done your personal goal, just write it down. Give me a one when you've done that please yes victoria's done it anyone else mm. drink water it's good for you anyway um all right <laughs> good all right next professional life what's one area of your professional life that you'd love to transform in the next 12 months, okay? This is to do with your career or your business, all right? Now, those of you who are in a career that would like to advance your career, maybe there's a promotion you'd like to get, maybe there's a, a new job you'd like to apply for, a new position or something of the sort, just, just write down, okay, what is it? What is it specifically you want to achieve out of your career? Those of you in business or like to start a business, what do you? what does it look like 12 months from now? OK, and be specific. Don't just say I have started my business because that means nothing. It means nothing. I have started my business and I now have 20 paying clients or something. Like that. Be more specific. What do you want in 12 months time? Okay? Give me a two once you've done that, please, regarding your professional life. Give me a two, um, because when you've done all this, by the way, I've got one more piece of money to make this a reality. OK, give me a two once you've done that. Yep. All right rest of you come on write it down what do you want in 12 months in your professional life this is really really important maybe you've got i don't know maybe you only operate in the uk right now as your business and you're in the next 12 months you actually want to be in europe have a think about that you know um you know i've got a couple of businesses that in the next 12 months we're going to be taking it to other countries europe's on the map you know so um that's definitely happening you know i know matt's got some big goals to take take his businesses into different countries as well and different territories and things like that so if that's your growth goal in your professional life write it down all right fantastic some of you've done that brilliant lastly lastly financial life okay what's your big financial goal for next year now i'm going to tell you to not make it about a business financial goal not everyone's business owner here here's what i'm going to ask you to do by the end of 2023 so this time next year how much personal income are you banking every single month okay how much personal not business income how much are you getting from a job salary or from your businesses or or business how much is it paying you personally okay what are you taking to your personal bank account now for all the confused looking entrepreneurs on the call who have no idea what they pay themselves every month because it's so bloody erratic here's what I want you to do (laughs) okay have a figure in mind listen without fail and I know Matt's the same Yes, we take dividends from some of our companies when we want extra, when we move money about, when we need to buy stuff, whatever it might be. But without fail, we know how much we wanna take from our businesses every month. We know what drops into our account. We just know what's happening, okay? And the reason is very, very simple. As an entrepreneur, pay yourself first. Please write that down. As an entrepreneur, pay yourself first. Would you work in a job and at the end of the month, not be sure how much your employer is gonna pay you? Give me a one if you wouldn't like a job like that, please. You know, you work in this job and then at the end of the month, you don't know how much you're going to get paid. Give me a one if you wouldn't actually work in a job like that. There we go. Lots of us. So let me ask you a question. Why would you do it in your business? Why? Well, why would you work all these hours in your business and at the end of the month, you're not sure what you're going to pay yourself? Look, stop doing that. You're going to burn yourself out. If you wouldn't work a job then for that, then why are you working for yourself? I say fire yourself. You're no good. Yeah, there's no point. So be super clear. How much do you personally want to earn from your business? And the reason I'm telling you to do this, and it's not just your business, your career, is because often in life, we don't pay ourselves enough, especially entrepreneurial people. We'll pay everybody else. Bills, tax man, uh, overheads, this, this, this. And when it comes to us, we'll take what's left. Don't do that, don't do that. It's very, very, very demoralizing, okay? So give me a two if you've written down a financial outcome. Um, for 2023 please okay good now i'm going to throw a little curveball in it if it's anything less than ten thousand pounds a month personal income then you need to change it you need to change it because you are being incredibly selfish right now yes i said it all right some of you go i only need um three grand a month and it'll cover my bills look making three grand a month isn't a problem the problem is you only want to make three grand let that sink in for a second okay making three grand a month isn't the problem the problem is you only want to make three grand the problem is you've got in your head that maybe i should just get what i need you see we live in a world where people are always focusing on what they need so they get what they need how about you focus on what you want for a change what do you actually want what do you want what do you actually want okay it's not about being ungrateful It's what do you want and if it's anything less than 10 grand a month change it because you're living in a world when you can do that if you really, really want to. You've been listening to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on all the channels, links in the show notes. Please also leave a review and visit www.jessandjames.com to find more resources on how to create the life you deserve.